minute that I came to St. Matthew's, I felt the sincerity of the congregation. Our life has changed in such a good way since being here, and that may sound cliche, um, but it truly has. We meet people every Sunday when you come, it's always somebody new coming in. St. Matthew's to me is a place of refuge. Coming to church has always felt safe. It's like definitely a, a place where I feel comfortable. I was led to the church because I, I felt like he was speaking to me. For me, it's definitely a place of love. And uh, it's truly some great people in this church that really just want to, that really have like a heart for God and really just want to like just serve. The Holy Spirit has a way of, of sending uh, a word to answer some of the questions that you might have. I've seen the impact that it not only had on my family, St. Matthew's, but also that it has in our community. I tell people, because they're seeing the difference in me, and they're saying, what, what are you doing? I'm like, me and my husband, we're going to church. What church do you go to? And I say, St. Matthew's in Williamstown. And like, I'm so proud to say that I go there because it changed my life. It's home. It's, it's home.
us, direct us, protect us in the path of your own righteousness, yes, Lord God. We lift up to you now this entire service, Lord God. We pray that you would continue to be with the man of God. We pray that he would be decreased and you would be increased, Lord God. We just pray that you would continue to have your way in this service, that you would bless those that are on their way. You would bless those that have a mind to be here, but for whatever reason couldn't, Lord God. We just trust you for that right now, Lord God, that you would get the praise, the honor, and the glory. Yes, Lord. We just pray now, Lord, that the words of our mouths and the meditations of our hearts would be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our redeemer. These and all of the blessings we pray in the mighty, precious, matchless name of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. And we all said, Amen. Amen.
got some praise this morning. How many of y'all really feel like having church this morning? I mean, really feel like having church this morning. Praise team came to have church this morning. Amen. Come on. Come on. What you got? Like, I feel like 
verses 1 to 10. It is not expedient for me, yeah. doubtless, to glory. I will come to vision and revelation of the Lord. I knew a man in Christ above 14 years ago. Yeah, yeah. Whether in the body, I cannot tell. Or whether out of the body, I cannot tell. God knoweth such a one caught up in the third heaven. And I knew such a man, whether in the body or out of the body, I cannot tell. God knoweth how that he was caught up into paradise and heard unspeakable words, which it is not lawful for a man to utter. Of such a one will I glory, yet of myself I will not glory, but in my infirmities for though I would desire to glory I shall not be a fool for I will say the truth but now I forbear lest any man should think of me above that which he seeth me to be or that he heareth of me and lest I should be exalted above measure through the abundance of of the revelations, there was given to me a thorn in the flesh, the messenger of Satan to buffet me, lest I should be exalted above measure. For this thing I besought the Lord thrice, that it might depart from me. And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Verse 10, therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in necessities, in persecution, in distress, for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then am I strong. Our next scripture is found in 1 Peter 4, chapter 4, verses 1 through 12. That's 1 Peter 4, verses 1 through 12. If you have it, say amen. Amen. Verse 1 says, For as much then as Christ has suffered for us in the flesh, arm yourselves likewise with the same mind. For he that has suffered in the flesh has ceased from sin, that he no longer should live the rest of his time in the flesh to the lust of men, but to the will of God. For the time past of our life may suffice us to have wrought the will of the Gentiles when we walked in lasciviousness, lust, excess of wine, reveling, banqueting, and abominable idolatries, wherein they think it strange that you run not with them to the same excess of riot, speaking evil of you. 
who shall give account to him that is ready to judge the quick and the dead. For for this cause, the gospel preached also to them that are dead, that they might be judged according to men in the flesh, but live according to God in the spirit. But the end of all things is at hand. Be ye therefore sober and watch unto prayer. And above all things, have fervent charity among yourselves. For charity shall cover the multitude of sins. Use hospitality to one another without grudging. As every man has received the gift, even so minister the same one to another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. If any man speak, let him speak as of the oracles of God. If any man minister, let him do it as of the ability which God giveth, that God in all things may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom be praise and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Verse 12. Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trials, which is to try you as though some strange thing has happened unto you. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and the hearing of his word. Let us pray. Dear Lord, thank you, Lord, that we have the feeling of having church, Lord God. We know we have the feeling because of you, Lord God. You got us up this morning, Lord God. You got us on the way, Lord God. You got us in this building, Lord God, to praise you, Lord God. So help us, Lord God, to lay aside every weight, everything that beset us, Lord God, that we can run this journey in faith, Lord God. There's things on our mind, there's things in our heart that bothering us, Lord God. We're struggling on our left. We're struggling on our right, Lord God. But we're going to come in your building with praise, Lord God, because we know you're able, able, able to keep us, Lord God. So give us the strength we need, Lord God, to get up and don't fall down. To keep marching, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for this congregation, Lord God. We thank you for the leading of our great pastor, Pastor Gordon, Lord God. We thank you for him, Lord God. We thank you for Sister Gordon, who provided him for years, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. Without you, Lord God, where would we be? Amen. I've been there, been there, done that, done that. I won't go back, I won't go back, no more. I've been there, been there, done that, done that. I won't go back, I won't go back, no more. 
business been there, done that. I won't go back. My mind is made up. I won't go back. I won't go back. Come on, clap your hand. I won't. Things I used to do, I don't do no more. I won't go back. Places I used to go, I don't go no more. I won't go back. I don't say no more. I won't, I won't go, back. go back. Put me out of darkness into the marvelous light. I won't, I won't go, back. go back. I won't go back. I won't go back. Come on, clap your hands. I won't. I don't do no more. I won't go back. Places I used to go, I don't go no more. I won't go back. Things I used to say, I don't say no more. I won't go back. Put me out of darkness into the marvelous light. I won't. I won't go back. Ah, I won't go back. Oh, I, I won't go back. I, I won't go back. Put your hands together. I won't go back. I, I won't go back. Oh, I, I won't go back. I come too far. Turn around now. Got to keep on pressing till I get my crown. I, I won't go back. I, I won't go back. I won't go back. I won't go back. I won't go back. Stomp your feet. Tell the devil no. I won't go back. I won't go back. I won't go back. Holy and everlasting name.
we greet you in the precious, miraculous, exalted name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Truly, God is an awesome God. He's awesome. You don't have to speak that into existence. It exists. Can I get a witness? He's King of Kings. And he's Lord of Lords. And watch your theology. You can't speak anything into existence that God has not preordained. Can I get a witness? Don't buy the lie. Don't buy the lie. Don't buy the lie. Sounds good. Praise the name of Jesus. We, I got to get up here on Sunday and deprogram. Then I got to reprogram. Can I get a witness? God is. And we thank the Lord again from whom all blessings flow. And truly God is an awesome God. I, uh, I want to remind you to vote early and vote. And don't be, vote, vote. And don't be hoodwinked. Connect faith with fruit. Can I get a witness? And uh, everybody's lying this time of the season. So just pray and connect faith with fruit. The Lord is good and a stronghold in the time of trouble. Now, our time goes back on November the 6th when we start our classes. So you get an extra hour to come to church. Amen. And we want all of you to be aware that Tanya Cullum, I place in charge of all these classes. We're going to have a, a great time in the Lord and in the power of his might. I uh, want us to pray for Darlene Walker. She, her feisty mother went home to be with the Lord. A great, great lady. And uh, I want to say this to you. Uh, many of you are taking care of your older parents. Will you stand so we can have a short word of prayer for you? If Yeah, yeah, stand, stand. Stand, stand, stand. Praise God. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your lordship. Grant strength. Grant fortitude in the midst of this unseeable situation. Oh God, we pray that you would bless every family who's caring for their elderly parents. And we thank you in advance. Thank you for those who's taking care of their disabled husbands or wives, or even children. We pray for them, Lord God. In the name of Jesus our Christ, amen. Church, amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. And uh, I want you to pray for me. I have to get a procedure. Not a brain procedure, but a procedure. Praise the Lord. And I'm asking your prayers about that. Now, and I must I must admit, and we that's a beautiful young child, Brian. I'll be over there in a minute. Uh, the Lord is so good, so good, so good. We got a great church. Our church is in great order. Everything is going great. Your stewardship given was great. I'll announce that momentarily, you know, in, in the near future. And uh, the Lord is good. The Lord is good. The Lord is good. Um, the administration and management is in order. We got an orderly and excellent church. And we thank God for all of you. You give, give yourself a hand clap. Thank you so much. Uh, I'm running a little low this morning. I, I, it's it's self-inflicted. 
Self-inflicted. How many of y'all got self-inflicted stuff going on? Yeah. On Saturday nights, I watch Seven Goal. I was watching The Bride of Frankenstein and from 1959. And I was watching the Phillies, and then I went to sleep, watching the Sixers cut them off, and uh, woke back up around 11 o'clock, turned the Phillies back on, and I said, wow. You know, we got to pay a price for the pleasures. Isn't that right? But God is good. He's good all the time, and all the time God is mighty good. Praise the Lord. Some of y'all saying, why you watch that stuff, the bride of Frankenstein? Because it reminds me of my boyhood days. When I went to the neighborhood movie and saw Dracula, the mummy, Frankenstein, and all that. And uh, God is good. Uh, Now, I heard on TV that in November, they were supposed to do it in October, I think it's 60 years later, they're going to disclose the death of John F. Kennedy. Was it a one bullet? Was it a conspiracy? The CIA is going to do it. It's going to be on. And Biden said, put it off to November. And I I can't wait because I know it was a conspiracy. Ain't no way one bullet does all that. Praise the Lord. But leave that alone. Uh, And uh, so the the bottom line is uh, our church is in a great place. Pray for the rest of the members who have obviously been deceived. Now, you may not want to say this. Uh, The church, God has demanded that we gather together in worship. Amen. And I'm um, thankful to the Lord. I had my flu shot. I had my shingles. I had my pneumonia. had my booster. I'm ready to go. I can kiss anybody in the mouth. I'm good. Praise the Lord. So I just want to say to all of you, be encouraged. Get your shots. Get what you need. And uh, truly, God is awesome. So glad for the male chorus. Praise the Lord. Thank you. And um, let me say, uh, let me state the reason again that I changed the times. We still going to get out of 1030. November 6th, classes will be 8 to 845. And at 845, we come up in devotions. And uh, then we start at 9 o'clock. I changed the times back because our musicians play at other churches. They're doing a great, great job. Let's give the musicians a great hand. And I did not want to jeopardize that, and I'm thankful for them. Warren and, and Christian, father and son, we thank God for them. Thank God for all of our choirs. Amen? So that was on me. And uh, comprehensively, we have everything in order, praise God. And God is good. You can bring your kids and your youth to uh, worship and put them in classes. And uh, we're even going to open a nursery for little babies. Amen? And uh, God is good, isn't he? God is mighty good. Okay. Now let me go down here and bless this beautiful, beautiful child. Praise the name of Jesus. The Lord is good, isn't he? I want to thank God for Brian and 
thank God for his lovely wife and their family. Praise God. Okay. Let me put my mask on. Even though I had all my shots, I put my mask on. Oh, look at this. Oh, what's his name? What's his name? Brian. Brian. I'm sorry. Sorry, Brian. <laughs> Father, we don't baptize children, but we do commit them to the Lord. Thank you for Brian, his lovely wife, great family. Father, in the name of Jesus, save this beautiful baby at a young age. Sanctify him and order his steps. Take him through life. Keep him safe from all hurt, harm, danger, and trouble in the name of Jesus. And God, just thank you for him, for life. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Love you. Love you, baby. Love you, guys. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. I'm catching up to you with the kids. One more. Huh? You catching up with me with the kids? Yeah. I wanted six. <laughs> My wife said no. <sighs> yeah, I told Sister Gordon, my mother had six. She said, your mother started at 22. God bless you. All right. In the Lord good. Turn to your neighbor and say, the Lord is good. Praise the name of Jesus. Now it's offering time. Please don't forget the tithes. The tithes have been low. Tithe, the Lord will bless you. Give and it will be given back to you. Press down, running over. God is faithful, isn't he? And as you come, as you give to the offering, our great male chorus will sing, Church, say amen. We got a commercial. I don't know why they don't speak. Good morning, St. Matthews. This is the day the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Today's announcements are as follows. Please be reminded that Daylight Savings Time is approaching. Remember to turn your clocks back one hour on Sunday, November 6th. Get ready for our one-stop shop Sunday. As you may have heard, we have a new Sunday format starting on Sunday, November 6th. We invite you and your entire family to our church on Sunday mornings from 8 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. Classes will begin promptly at 8 a.m., including all children, grades K through 6, and all youth, grades 7 through 12. Marriage, women's Bible study, mighty men, grief share, and much more. Please note our class schedule is on the screen. After class, we have worship at 9 a.m. That's right, our worship time will remain the same. As the adults are in worship, our children and youth will be in their own format filled with recreational activities, targeted spiritual lessons relative to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ that will focus on the Lord, the life, the Liberty, including rap sessions on real life issues. Register online at our St. Matthews of Williamstown, New Jersey Facebook page, or for your convenience today, you can register in the main lobby. We look forward to seeing you. Also, pre-register for our Blended Families Specialty Class. Learn about the challenges, the changes, the conflicts, and the godly communion of God's will. Classes occur on Sunday, November 6th, and Sunday, November 20th at 8 a.m. Pre-register in the main lobby. Male Chorus. 
all men join the male chorus. Rehearsals are on Tuesdays. Call the church extension 2291 for details. This concludes today's general announcements. St. Matthew's Superior Start Christian Learning Center is looking for a director. If you have a master's degree in education, management, or leadership, and five years of management experience in an educational setting, please contact the church and ask to speak with Sister Gordon. Thank you.
church. Amen. Continue to pray for all the families of our church. Now, of course.
in the world. And God, we thank you for this Lord's Day, this Worship Sunday. Thank you for our male chorus. Thank you for our congregation. Thank you for our families. Thank you for our church. Thank you for your goodness, your mercy, and grace. Truly, you have been merciful. Now move the teeth, preach out of the way, convince, convert, in the name of Jesus our Christ, we pray. Amen. You may be seated. Get a lot of hand clap. You might want to pay close attention to the sermon this morning. God's sovereignty in all of our situations. God's sovereignty of God is his right to make divine decisions in spite of the unknowable, the unfavorable, and the unfathomable. What makes him God is that he rules and he reigns supreme in all occasions. And this sovereignty of God is God's secret will, which has to do with his purposes, his plans 
his preparations, his principles, his providence, ending in his praise. God's going to do something for his praise that you and I struggle with. And if ever there was a time when we see God's sovereignty at work, and let me let me let me stop pausing for it because as I go back in my life, I am more flabbergasted now than I ever was before of divine decisions that were made on my behalf. Not, not what I deserved. I deserve to be in hell. I'm talking about divine decisions, car accidents, house fires, being shot at. Yeah. I, I I just look back and say, my God, today, and and I'm still around to talk about it. Just still still here to say, there's a mighty good God who sits high and looks low. Diseases, the Lord has been good. The Lord has been very very very. And this sovereignty can, in fact, be seen all through the Bible. But this morning, I want to concentrate on Job. Job. Now, let me stop pausing apart because in Bible college, 40-something years ago, I learned. They made us do analysis of every book in the Bible. That's where systematic theology comes from. You look at the whole 66 books. Each book is broken down within the context of God's agreed, agreed covenants. Yeah, time, grammar, so forth and so on. And uh, uh, um, when we do these analyses, we automatically look for the time that these books took place, the principles that come out of the books. Amen. The providence which God determines that will take place, the principles which we too in the New Testament and are <clears throat> should be aligned with and the power of Almighty God leading to our Christ. That Jesus is all through the Old Testament. All through. Pre-incarnate Christ. Angel of the Lord. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so one of the things that we, we see is that Job existed as a patriarch during the times of Abraham. There was no law. Law came 1,500 years later under Moses. There was no place of worship. He worshiped God individually. His riches, and he was a rich man, but the riches that Job had, and he had a lot of riches, were uh, 
amen, interpreted by his livestock. 7,000 sheep, seven this, seven that. He, he was one of the richest men that existed. And he was a righteous man, a good man. Amen. And one of the things that uh, we gather, and that's why I had the scriptures read in your hearing when uh, in Second uh, Corinthians chapter 12 when Paul said, uh, I was caught up to the third heaven, whether in the body or out of body, I don't know. But I was caught up to see unspeakable things, things I couldn't even articulate. And the Spirit of God told Paul, don't write them. Don't write them. And God had given Paul these supernatural revelations. You know, God can't entrust everybody with his glory. He just can't do it. We have too much of a need to be seen and received and heard. But Paul said, I saw things I couldn't even articulate. And um, John, the same way in Revelation 1, he was caught up into glory. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and then in 1 Peter chapter 4, Peter tells us, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial. That is, that as we look at these three aspects of that which is unknowable, that which is unfavorable, that which is unfathomable, it blows our minds. There's things today you had no knowledge of. Most of you weren't even knowledgeable of who you married. You didn't, you know, marriages wouldn't organize when you were children. That's the way it used to be. Thank God that didn't happen. And so, uh, you have no understanding of things that have transpired in your life. None. None. Not what college you was going to, not what you was going to major in, not what kind of work you were going to do. There are things that are just, were just unknowable. And, 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 and when we Look at the patriarch Job, Job, Job. The book of Job, in the first two chapters, deals with the unknowable. Turn to your neighbor and say, unknowable. unknowable. Some of us sitting here, we still don't know. The, the unknowable, the good, the bad, the ugly. And um, Job, in chapters one and two, was ignorant of all the things that transpired in his life as, as God, now listen to pastor, I'm trying to do some teaching here, systematic teaching in accordance with the time. Mm -hmm. Job chapter 1 says, and the sons of God, here we go again, came before God. Sons of God are angels. I don't care what your American Bible says. I'm a KGV man. King James Version. Yeah. 
and the sons of God came before God, God summoned angels before him. They report to God. And the Bible says Satan came also among them. Now let me stop pausing part. Sister Arnold, follow me now because you, you're a Bible student. They had, Satan had access to God's throne after being thrown out of heaven. Ezekiel 28, Isaiah 14. And Satan came also among them and God said, where are you going? And here's what Satan said. I'm going to and fro in the earth. And what his translation was, I'm looking for somebody to make him fall. Now let me stop pausing apart. Satan is prancing back and forth in your life. Trying to figure out ways to make you lose faith. Trying to figure out ways to make you fall. Trying to make you doubt the word of God, doubt the integrity of God, doubt the character of God. Satan is at work. He can do it through politics. He can do it through social media. He can do it through the church. I'm, I'm, I'm prancing back to and fro. And Satan got some of y'all. I don't mean no harm. Now that, now that we took up the offering, let me tell you the truth. Satan got some of y'all. Just as blind as a bat with sunglasses on. And at times, Satan got me. Through my emotions, through my mental state. And, uh, and God says something unknowable to Job. Job's on earth. God says, have you considered my servant Job? He's righteous in all the earth. Now this is a conversation between God and Satan in glory. Nobody on earth knows what's going on. So Satan being quick, certain being Satan being full of wisdom and sharp says, does Job serve you for nothing? Here's the test. Give me permission. Now, now let me, here's, here's another point. Satan's got to have God's permission to come at you. I'm, pre I'm preaching up in this place. Satan just can't attack you at random. He says, give me permission to afflict him and he will curse you to your face. Hmm. God says, you may have that permission, but do not kill him. Now, all this is unknowable to Job. I'm wondering, did God and Satan agree to test your life? God was bragging. about Job. Would God brag about you? Hmm. So Job went out from the presence of the Lord and he afflicted Job. Hmm. 
and he struck his riches, killed all of his livestock, killed 10 of his children, 10, struck him with an incurable disease. As he's sitting on the side of the road with a piece of pottery scratching his sores, which are full of pus. You see, faithfulness, the series is on faithfulness. Faithfulness in God is us. Lord, have mercy. Being committed in spite of the unknowable. In spite of the unknowable. Just being committed. His commitment was unshakable. And your commitment is going to be tested. Isn't that right? He was committed in spite of the difficulties, in spite of all of the trauma that took place in spite of the deaths, in spite of his body situation, some of us would have checked out on that. And, 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 and let me say this, and his own wife, sometimes people in your own family are going to discourage you. Well, why do you go to church? Why do you give your money to church? Why do you, why do you... And a lot of them going to hell. Yeah, yeah. And Job told his wife, woman, you speak like a foolish woman. The Lord giveth. This is sovereignty. And the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name. Sometimes we got to go through tragedy. And our commitments ought to be unshakable. Our commitments to Jesus. Are y'all with me? Job had an unshakable commitment to God. If Satan were allowed to remove everything from your life, would you still worship Jesus? Divorce, death, tragedy. Yeah. Would you still be committed to his lordship? And I like to believe that my faith gets shaky sometimes, but I like to believe that my faith is unshakable in my Lord. Unshakable. And it's going to get tested. Keep living. Hmm. Because something took place in your marriage and you want to divorce, you want to divorce God. Are you out of your military mind? And you're probably responsible for half of divorces anyway. I won't get into that. We want to blame, become bitter, Treat people like trash. 
and the sovereignty of God allowed it to take place for his own purposes. Do I have a witness? Unshakable commitment. I like to think I've been tithing for 40. I'm a key, I'm a tithe to the day I die. Doesn't matter what you make. God's word says this, I'm doing it. Can I get a witness? I'm not going back in the world. I am fixed. Focus. Can I get a witness? On the way I live. Can I get a witness? I, I want to live with integrity. I want to live. I've made mistakes, but but I but I'm going on with Jesus. Because I believe that he holds the key to my victory. Can I get a witness? Weeping may. I'm talking to somebody. Endure for a night. But joy will come in the morning. Job. The unknowable. He was committed to God. Through all of his suffering. Committed. And 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 then secondly, 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 faithfulness to God's sovereignty demands continuance in conflict. I know I'm talking now. If you lose a job, you just got laid off or fired. The same God that gave you a job is able to give you a better job. Do I have a witness? The same God that healed you 10 years ago can heal you right now. Same God. Same God. Now, the book of Job 42 chapters, and I want to break this down as, as, as simplistic as possible. From chapter 3 to chapter 37, there are three cycles of conversations between Job and his friends. Eliphaz, Bildad, Zophar, and Elihu, the youngest. And in each conversation, they accuse Job of doing something wrong. And Job would answer them. The, you, you need to read these cycles because they're very interesting. One was a traditionist. One, one was a religious. One, uh, each, each one, they kept quiet at first and just let Job feel their presence. They were his friends. And sometimes, stop running your mouth. If you don't know what somebody's going through, don't make something up. If you have not walked in that person's shoes, it's not always what you say. It's what they see. Do I have a witness? I don't know what you're going through and how that makes you feel. And I'm not going to sit there and say, I know what you're going through. You know, you don't. They kept quiet and Drew was just mourning. And then they decided to get logical. Eliphaz 
dealt with his condition. A loving God would not leave you in this condition if you didn't do anything wrong. They dealt with his circumstances. They dealt with him claiming to be innocent. They dealt, Lord have mercy, with what was hidden in the closet. And Job went through a cycle where he answered all of them. And, and basically, Job said, look, I, I didn't do anything wrong. I just, you know, this happened, that happened, this happened, and, and, and whatnot. And, and so in our conflict, is there a continuance with God? I'm heartbroken. I'm, I'm broken. I'm battered. I'm bruised. Times I get bitter, but I'm going to put Jesus first. See, one of the things we got to be careful of, I think social media is good in some ways. It offers us a lot of information. Do not let that information become your Bible. There's some bad influences in the news and in social media. You got to differentiate that from the truth of the word of God. Do I have a witness? Even the statistics they give are not always genuine. They put drugs in the black community in California years ago. They put guns in the city. These are the rich folk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah, you. Just talk to me. I know. I know. You understand? So everything you see on the news is not genuine. Can I get a witness? And abortion is wrong, but abortion is not the main issue. The issue is control. You, you, you know, we somebody got to tell you the truth. I'm preaching. And you look at the Bible, and the Bible, even in Ukraine, what's happening? The Bible talks about love. Love will cover a multitude of sins. Love for your brethren. Love for your neighbors. If I had stolen top secret information, they would have put me under the jail. I, I, listen, 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 somebody need to say it, Doc. I did top secret work. I served in the military seven years, probably longer than most of y'all. You went in the army two years, you don't know nothing. You, you don't know anything. You don't even know what you're talking about. And you come back lying, talking about you was in Vietnam. You went in no Vietnam. Come back falsifying all your reports so you can get some money. Great only one was in Vietnam. The rest of y'all went to Vietnam. Yeah. Kill it. And if somebody search out your records, they're going to find out you was a liar. I had to tell members here, say, you know, I, I know about the military. Man, you pump gas. Be quiet. I told Cato, he was in the Navy. I was with the Seventh Fleet in 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 in, in Europe. All they 
All they did was go out on the water and get drunk. They ain't, they ain't do nothing. I told Cato, put down your glass. Came back to shore and made the price of everything go up. That's tight. In changing situations, is there a continuance in your spirit? So Job was talking to these three friends in this conflict. Here's what Job says. Now listen to this. Listen to this commitment and continuance. Though he slay me, yet will I trust him. Ah, that's like, that's sisters, uh, and we know that all things are working together for the good for them that love God and are called according to us. How many of you had things happen in your life that were just unknowable and unfavorable? Raise your hand. Come on, come on. Unknowable and unfavorable. You didn't see this one coming. It blew you out of the water. It hurt. It devastated but you still had your commitment and your continuance in Christ. No weapon. Isaiah 54. That's formed. I love that verse. He didn't say no weapon against me. He said no weapon in the forming stage. When somebody's putting together a weapon, God destroys it. Do I have a witness? Oh, we ready to run around this church now. You, you know how many people wanted to see you fall. You, you know how many times people meant you no good. You know how many weapons was against you. You were against yourself. But God. But God. It's a miracle I don't have AIDS today. And this is no disrespect to Sister Gordon. She knew this when I married. Listen. I was just as messed up as a man in the moon. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, that's grace. Lord, me being alive is grace. Lord, me being clothed in my right mind is mercy. Me not being addicted is mercy. But for the grace of God, there goes I. You better stop that victimization of yourself, feeling sorry for yourself. Everybody has gone through something. Everybody wanted to throw the towel in. Everybody got fed up. Everybody questioned whether God really loved them. The unknowable. Mm. The unfavorable. Then the unfathomable. I want you to get this. 
of sovereignty. is instrumental in our lives. Mm. To help us to understand Lord have mercy our communion with Almighty God. So in the 38th chapter of Job Job begins to question God. Now, 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 let me tell you why he questioned God. Because Job wanted justice and not mercy. Sometimes we start feeling sorry for ourselves. We want justice. It's not fair. It's not fair that I come to church every Sunday, I give my money, I serve, I praise God, I pray, and look at these other people. They're just as wicked as the day is long. Lord, have mercy. I woke up this morning, they said that the lottery, I know y'all know, was up to half a billion dollars. <laughs> half a billion. When I was growing up, you know, people running down the street, what's the lead, what's the parlay, you know. They're paying, playing numbers for a dollar, two dollars. Half a billion dollars. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, if you hit the lottery, we don't want no lottery money. Just come to my study. <laughs> Just come on to my study. Fast, I need a counseling session. The counseling session will take a minute. I'll say, when you come in your kingdom, remember me. Listen to this. Joe wanted justice. The worst thing you can ask God for is justice. Justice means you be in hell. Justice means you would be without mercy. You don't want justice, you want mercy. Can I get a witness? So God said, who is this? With dark counsel that would dare question God. Who is this? The unknowable, the unfavorable, the unfathomable. And Job said, curse the day I was born. He apologized and repented to God. Mm. Some of us need to repent. And you belong to a church where you're going to hear the whole counsel of God. You shacking, you need to repent. You in homosexuality, you need to repent. You in lesbianism, you need to repent. Uh-oh. You ain't going to hear this other churches. It's tight, but it's right. You ignoring your children or you treating your wife bad or your husband, you need to repent. Ain't no word to cover you. Somebody needs to preach it. And God told Job, before I restore you, 
You need to forgive your poor friends. They were wrong, but you need to forgive them. Watch people that don't want to forgive. Watch people who are bitter and angry. They need help. They need spiritual help. Do I have a witness? So Job makes a declaration. Sister Arnold. Job says about the unknowable and my commitment, the unfavorable and my continuance, and the unfathomable in my communion. I had heard about him with the hearing of my ears. Now let me stop Paul's in part. But now, now that I've been through all this hell, sometimes you got to go to hell to see him. Sometimes you got to go through trouble to see him. Sometimes you got to go through tragedy to see him. Sometimes you got to go through a whole lot of things to see him. Now my eyes have seen him. Bless the name of Jesus. God restore his children. God restored, amen, his riches. God restore Job. And I don't know if Job was black, but his wife, his new wife was Jamama. You know, like Aunt Jamama, pancakes. And that's not a European name. Somebody, somebody need to hear this. Here's your new wife, your mama. And use some log cabin with your jamama. Joe was restored all his ways. What a God. What a God. There were things in my life that were just unknowable. I had no idea. No idea. Let me, let me, let me stop pausing Park to throw something out. When I took this church 35 years ago, when I took this church, uh, they were hardly paying me anything. I wasn't here for the money. I had a good government job working 40 hours a week traveling and management. I, I worked in governmental accounting for two years with a $6 million budget. Just a whole lot of things that were taking place in my life. And one prayer meeting I was teaching, and this deacon walked up to me after the prayer meeting and said, uh, Pastor Gordon, can I have a word with you? I said, yes. And I said, welcome to our church. And he said, we have a church down near the shore. Now listen to me. We're willing. I was on the radio. We're willing to give you $500,000, built you a new house, new car. And he went on and on and on. And I was going through pure hell in this church. And I said, no, this is a calling. This, 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 this is not an invitation to make money. This is a call. This is where God wants me to be. I'm, I'm preaching to somebody. I hope I'm preaching to these associates. Everything that glitters is not gold. You got to be in God's direct will. Lord, have mercy. It's tight. 
the unknowable. Why did God allow this to happen in my life? We don't know. We're praying for you. Why did this transpire? We don't know. It's God's secret will. The unknowable. There's some things about your kids going to be unknowable. Do I have a witness? The unknowable. The unfavorable. The unfathomable. But they that wait you got to wait on him. In spite of your pain, you got to wait on him. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Look, look what God says. When you wait, I renew. I'll mount you up with wings. I'm coming in now like eagles. You'll run and not get weary. You'll walk and not faint. That's my promise. My promise is that you believe and live like it. I will bless you. I got your best interests at heart. It's unknowable. It's unfavorable. It can be unfathomable, but I'm God all by myself. I can call things into existence without you even knowing about it. I can make sure you're confident. When conflict comes in, I can make sure that I'll lift you up when all hell's breaking out. I'll make sure I'm your weight maker, your storm breaker. I'll make sure that I'm your victory. I'll make sure that I'm your blessing. I'm your children's blessing. I'm your grandchildren's blessing. I'll make sure I'll make a way out of no way. He's sovereign. Any sovereign? He's sovereign. He does what he wants to do, when he wants to do it, how he wants to do it, and to whom he wants to do it. He's still worthy. Any worthy? In Jesus worthy. And when I look back, all that the Lord brought me through, I'm willing to praise his name. Thank you for the mountains. Thank you for the valleys. Thank you for the storms you brought me through. If I never had a problem, I never know he could solve them. That's what faith in God would surely do. Through it all. Through it all. I've learned to trust in Jesus. I've learned to trust in God. Through it all. Through it all. I've learned to depend upon his word. A a commitment to the unknowable. Continuance through the unfavorable character in the communion to the unfathomable. Look at Job. Job was rewarded when he got the glory. He passed the test. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, can you pass the test? The Lord is good. He's always good. He's better than good. 
He's gooder than good. He's good! And His mercy. There's things you don't even know about your children or grandchildren. You think you do. Just like your parents didn't know about you. Y'all were smoking that pipe, taking them drugs, laying up with everything and everybody. Oh, don't get, don't get quiet up in here. You ain't been no goody two-shoes. Can I get a witness? All of the mess we've been through. The unknowable God is good. And he's good all the time. As every head is bowed, I want you to stand. Every eye is closed. If you're here and you need to be saved, please give your life to Christ. Raise your hand if you need to be saved. If, you know, if you're not sure if you're saved, just raise your hand. Pastor, I want to give my life to Christ. That's when he starts his work in your life. Is there one? Is there one? Is there one? Do we have one? Come on up here. Come on up. Come on up. Come on up. Come on up. Come on, baby. Stand right here. In fact, come on up here. Come on up here. Come on up here. Come on. Come on up. Praise Jesus. Watch the speaker. Praise Jesus. Thank you for coming. Is there another? Love to have you. Love to have you. Is there another? I prayed 3 o'clock this morning for souls. Is there another? Praise Jesus. Jesus loves you. He died for your sins. Was buried, rose again. Let him into your life. He'll lead, guide, and direct you. Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. Look at the Lord. Look at the Lord. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, I will be committed in the unknowable. I will continue in the unfavorable. I will still have communion with my Christ in the unfathomable. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for your people. Thank you for the soul. Let your will be done. Bless our day in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, I'm going back home and watch The Bride of Frankenstein. God bless you. Follow Brother Arnold. Did you know you can give using your smartphone? The method is simple, safe, and speedy. To give using this method, search for the SMBC app in your iOS or Google Play Store and download. Then launch the app and click on the Give button. Or feel free to give through our website. Go to www.stmatthewssbc.org. Click donation and fill out the St. Matthew's Secure Contribution and Payment Form. 